Staying safe is more important than ever, but there are plenty of insurance companies out there that can leave you out in the cold like a frozen alien body in the middle of the Yukon. That's why this week's episode of The Bloom Files is sponsored by our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. is out there. And here, who knows? Either way, we are opening up the Bloom Files on Post Show Recaps and X-Files First Watch slash Rewatch Podcast. Hello, everybody. Mike Bloom here to get into a very climactic, some say two, I'm going to say three-part episode of the (laughs) X-Files. Takes us out of season four, takes us into season five, and takes us really out of the frying pan and into the fire, or I guess Angela Bloom, is there like a cold analogy? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, out of the faucet and into the freezer ice tray. There we go. Out of the, into the ice cube tray. <laughs> into the ice cube tray. We're, we're going to go briefly into the north for like a brief portion of time. Yeah. But it's a, it's a game change. I don't want to keep saying game changing because every time I do, yeah. then the next episode we watch completely it's a game reverses changer. it. Yeah, no, but it's significant. And I think they also at this point are starting to like, I don't want to say reevaluate, but like add new mythos to the mythos, you know? Right. So well, it's the, like the mythos to this mythos is that the previous mythos was not mythos. Correct. Yeah. So they like are like, never mind. Just kidding. Bye. Yeah, it's like not complicating a dish, but almost saying like, all right, here is your BLT, except this bacon was actually not bacon the entire time. Yeah, exactly. So I do think there's a lot to be said for uh, it's all happening, not in real time for us. So we're like able to look back. But at the time they were like, in it you know yeah, they well, were- that's the thing as well is so we're talking the season four finale gethsemane and talking the two-part season premiere redux and redux 2 and i guess the interesting thing about this was i suppose was the big cliffhanger out of season four really is yeah. Mulder dead yeah no and they do that a lot they love to like try and trick you and you know it's like in this day and age we know that he can't be dead but at the time, it, I don't, I mean, maybe he could. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I, I'm pretty sure, like, wasn't, the, hadn't the movie been filming or, like, was yeah. filmed at that point? So it's not, unless it was a I mean, flashback, they couldn't necessarily be like, I guess Fox Mulder's dead and he wasn't no. in the movie. No, I mean, I think it was pretty clear that he wasn't. But how do you, it's a, kind of annoying to leave a season like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a big thing to do, especially in your fourth season to be like, hey, we're going to kill off our lead here. I mean, we're not, but like, we're going to make you think that we are. And that's the interesting thing as well, especially with these first two episodes, it's all out of chronological order. There's so much media res going on where this first episode is going to be like, the mm-hmm. lead up to this revelation that Mulder's dead, then Redux 1 is going to be us rewinding yes. back to faking Mulder's death. Correct. And then we're going to move forward in Redux Yeah, two. but the beginning of the episode is like, oh, he's dead. 
<laughs> well, let's speak about that. Let's get into Gethsemane because we've yeah. got a lot to talk about. Because uh, we open on at least some old footage here of like a NASA symposium, it seems. Almost, yes, right. And I think this is—I I don't know if it's real footage, but I, I would imagine so. I don't think they brought in, you know. No, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't Sagan. know what I don't know what context it's from or whatever. But yeah, I think there was some sort of NASA um, public forum about extraterrestrial life in the '90s, and they used a lot of that for this. Yeah, and, and they're basically talking about how okay, well, mm-hmm. it's reasonably. They're within a shadow of a doubt, we're probably going to make contact with alien forms within our lifetimes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, by the dawn's early light, oh, say can you see Mulder's dead body? Yeah, well, you don't see it. You see a body covered in a sheet. And right, you, but it's in Mulder's apartment, it's right? It's in Mulder's apartment, and then Scully's called in to identify the body, and in her teary-eyed voice, she says, they ask her if it's him, and she goes, yes. <laughs> Are you him? Exactly. And so... She ends up uh, going to. She ends up being brought in, in front of this like Chief Blevins, sh- yeah, shadowy tribunal. Return it's an of, FBI fan. Panel. Return of Blevins for the first time since season one. It seems right because it like yeah. Skinner I mean, I very, don't know if he was Skinner around. Skinner very easily took over in those first few episodes. Yeah, and I feel like if he was around in other episodes, it wasn't important. So that is, I mean, it's a pull. I don't know if, if they always had this in mind. If this was like another Max situation where they're like. Yeah, yeah. It's fun to bring back. Let's bring back Blevins. Well, I do think that he's a has appeared in episodes maybe that we haven't seen. Yeah, somebody told me that I think the last episode he appeared in was like episode four of season one. Yeah, so like it clearly he hasn't been around, but they do talk about him. So it's not like he's a character that he's an off screen character. Yeah, um, he's still the check section right. chief, check chief, 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 the check chief, chief, mm-hmm. <laughs> check off chief, um, section chief. Yeah, but Skinner's more so. There's the supervisor, right? Yeah. Like when you're being in Blevins, when you, this is the vice principal principal scenario. Yes. Where, like, if you have to go to yes. the principal's office, then you know you're not in trouble. Good, not good. But basically, they're reviewing her work on the X Files, saying like, "What have you done?" Yeah, and so, but Scully is going to come in here and. We're going to find out later that this is all a ruse, but she does a really good job selling it to begin with, Where right? she basically is trying to show them that Mulder's dead. Like, she, yeah. and she, or sell the lie, I should say. Believe the lie is even what the, the title card says. Because she basically sits down and is like, hey, Blevins, remember in the pilot when you basically said that I was doing this to uh, essentially debunk all of Mulder's shenanigans? Uh, I agree with you. He's a and victim of his, <laughs> of his own false hopes and his belief in the biggest of lies. And now I'm going to show you why he's a fraud, mm-hmm. basically. Oh, and also he's dead. <laughs> and also he's dead, which will be uh, revealed at the very end. But first, we've got to go to the Yukon. <laughs> Love the picturesque mountains, though I will admit, Angela, I was distracted by the fact that I saw the name John Oliver in the credits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Apparently, this is the name of one of the actors, not the John Oliver that I think we're familiar yeah, with. Yeah, no, I didn't recall John Oliver being in the X-Files, so it would have been kind of a shock for me, but... <laughs> yeah. I also laughed because I saw that the person doing the music for this episode is named Mark Snow. That's funny. Maybe he changed his name specifically for this episode. Maybe. Um, but I did read a little bit about how this was the most expensive um, series episode yet because of the elaborate and costly sets because they replicated an icy mountaintop inside a refrigerated building using okay. snow and ice. Interesting. So, like, the... the Because the, we see these three the guys... The exterior scenes took place in Vancouver's Mount Seymour, but the rest of it was inside a refrigerator Mount, building. Mount Seymour Skinner. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so basically, when we see these three guys, including Arlinsky, who right, is going to yes. be, like, the guy that goes to see Mulder, they're yes. walking up to the mountain, but when they actually get inside the peak, that was inside a warehouse. Yeah, a refrigerator building. Who I, knew? I don't know. This is a show all about things being built in warehouses, right? Yes, very true. But uh, basically, we're supposed to think that 
Inside the mountains in Canada, there is an extraterrestrial body found in the ice. Yeah, it's like uh, Encino Man. It is like Alien Encino Man. Alien Encino Man. <laughs> exactly. It looks just like Brendan Fraser with yeah. its el- gray elephantine skin, is I think, and its three yes. fingers on each hand. Uh, four fingers in each hand, three, three on toes. each toes. Three toes, yes. Uh, not a lot of equilibrium going on. Nope. But we're introduced to someone who's alien to us, uh, not an extraterrestrial, but a new character... Angela, because uh, we're at like a Scully family party, mm-hmm. and we're introduced to one of Scully's brothers. Yeah, so Bill Mulder. No, Bill Scully. Bill Scully. This, yeah, this is what Sorry, I, I got confused I... by this as well because Bill Mulder, not to be confused with Mulder's. They probably father. could have picked a different name, um, but she, yeah, she has brothers, and this is one of the ones we'll see continuously. Yeah, but he's like a decorated. I mean, I guess it makes sense. That he's, he's in the a, military. He's a decorated yeah. military man, considering that their mm-hmm. their dad was. Yeah, and I um, we'll we'll see him again, and there's some like. Uh, oh interesting so these these trio of episodes is not like the last time we'll see him no not at all he's like he's a pretty like um not i want to say main character but he's a character that shows up every now and then especially when scully goes through something right he sort of just drives the town like hey little sis what's going on i I heard you had cancer (laughs) he seems to be the life of the party for what it's worth yeah Uh, even though he kind of basic he's yeah. just a like boring regular guy so i don't know he, he can't kinda, take it. it to that point though like he might be cutting a rug uh riling the dinner up dinner table up with his jokes but mm-hmm. i mean it, it is pointed out as you mentioned that like he he didn't really cut into town until recently when his sister has been afflicted yeah. with cancer for all these it's true weeks. he's been very like uh, absent brother i mean speaking of absence another person who ends up being at this dinner surprisingly is a priest a priest father yeah. what mac McKin- Father McElroy. McElroy. Father Justin McElroy. <laughs> now, because it, it, it seems like, because Scully has talked about her faith in the McHugh. past. Father McHugh. Because, uh, and you know, Scully's going to ask her mom later, right? Like, why do I even have this around my neck? Yeah. And I think, basically, this is Mrs. Scully to say, hey. You're dying. You're, you're going through something big right now. This might be a time to come back to the faith. Yeah, and like in a more intense way than just wearing a cross around her neck. Exactly. Meanwhile, Mulder is going to be contacted by the aforementioned guy named Arlinsky, mm-hmm. uh, who basically is coming to him saying, we found this alien body in the ice. I need your help, your resources excavating it so we can identify what it is. Yeah, and they want to basically have samples of the ice tested. The ice cores. The ice core. <laughs> yeah, and so Mulder, of course, is on board. Mulder says here that proof of alien life would be like the biggest scientific achievement ever. I I might disagree with that, Angela. I would say it'll be a pretty big achievement, but I'm also not here to qualify it as the most significant. Or no, I, I would still, I would imagine the ability to cure all diseases or even cancer, I think would be the biggest scientific yeah. achievement ever. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, sure. I, I can't, I'm not going to qualify it. I feel like it's one of those things that's like so hyper, like, a, it's like, what is it? It's like a hypothetical that like... Yeah. I don't know. For me, maybe it's because I've, uh, I don't know, grown a little bit more cantankerous to society. But I feel like if we found out that there were aliens, mm-hmm. there'd be a good majority of people that are like, eh, doesn't affect me. Yeah. And just like go on with the rest of their day. Yeah, no, that's true. But I also do feel like it would be pretty significant. Um, it, would, it would be. Yeah, it would but be Scully is like, this is uh, I don't care, basically, yeah. is what she says. She basically <laughs> is saying, like, she says, <laughs> proving the existence of alien life is not my dying wish. Like, yeah, like, whoa, I thought it was because you're dying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Poor choice of words. And this is where Mulder is also going to invoke the faith example, right? Where he basically says, you know, if you believe in God, and you were given the chance to essentially say that you could pursue the truth, 
Yeah, you would get evidence to the existence of yeah. God. Would you go after it, or would you continue to essentially believe a lie? Yeah. Um, tough call. Who knows? Tough call. I mean, Scully Ooh, thunder. Speaks, there's thunder booming in the background right the now. The rumbles. The rumbles that only hands can satisfy. That only four-fingered hands can satisfy mm-hmm. and three toed feet. Good call back. Thank you. Nineties uh, llamas wearing hats. I don't think that's nineties. I think that's like two thousand. I don't know anything. Let's continue. Okay. <laughs> Please, RJP, out of context. Please take that quote and, and tweet it as well. <laughs> Uh, Scully's cancer has metastasized. Yes, not good. We're in the end game now. Mm-hmm. There's a, th- but she's she's pushing forward, right? This is going to be a big few episodes from Scully, who is like, I mean, this has happened at the end of Memento Mori, right? Yes. Where she's like, despite my my diagnosis, I'm still going to throw myself into my work. So like, it doesn't matter what she's been given until she's Although physically unable say, to stop doing it. She'll keep going. Yeah, I will say though that. Mulder does sort of have to twist her arm to get her to run the samples on these ice cores. Yeah, basically, but he yeah, he sends her to the lab, right, to do a She's sample. She's like, on- oh, fine, I would rather not be doing this as I'm dying. I think one of the coolest phrases in the world, Angela, is the phrase ice core. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just do do tell. It's a cool phrase, like ice core. I mean, it is very like um, it harkens to like Terminator, like exactly. very like it's uh, very punk rock dystopian. Steampunk. It's very steampunk to me, like ice dystopian core. future. I wanna if I ever get in a garage band, I want to name it Ice Core. Okay, but I don't think that's gonna happen. I'm just putting it out there. The you, Garage Band, concept? yeah. Why? I don't think I think you've passed that point in your life. I can still. I'm hip. Do you do you, do you, uh, do you play? I can play everything. You you can play the piano, but I don't think it's garage garage band. Garage band. <laughs> I can I can take up other instruments. You know what we could do? I could join Ice Core. Can be a ska band. Mm, great. And I'll play the saxophone. Okay. Um. Anyway, <laughs> I do not encourage. All right. Well, Ice Core, regardless of whether it has musicality to it, right now it's a lab sample uh, specimen, yes. and they find that the ice has been tampered with. They also find like. What looks to be some sort of like pour hole into yeah. the ice, which means that something was poured in there, almost like when you would do like creepy crawlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like a mold. You, yeah, a mold that you would pour. Was, didn't your brother squirt all the creep? Nope, that was me. <laughs> I was like, didn't your brother squirt all the creepy crawler goo into your hair? And I was like, oh, I did that to my sister. Yeah, no, my brother just cut my hair. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Something, some sort of hair trauma happened yeah. with you and your brother. Yeah, little sibling girls are their hair is never safe. Yeah, so as the uh, the ice team is also sort of working on, they're things, also, this is when they test the ice as well. Yeah, and basically. they find out that that like, oh, the ice has not been tampered with, but there's some sort of. Drink every time you hear Chimera sound. Mm-hmm. Drink, drink an icy beverage every time you hear yeah, Chimera sound. Yeah, basically Arlinsky is like, um, these ice core samples have alien DNA in them. And Scully's like, okay, I had them tested, and the DNA is non-terrestrial, but like it's Chimera DNA. It's hybridized. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, Team Ice basically uh, gets like... Murdered? Open, yeah, they all get murdered, apparently. <laughs> on the mountain? On the mountain. That's your first song, Murdered on the Mountain. Murdered on the Mountain by Ice Core. By Ice Core. They all have to be mountain-themed songs. Yes. Uh, so nobody's there to, as the welcome party to greet Mulder and Arlinsky, but they they end up meeting up with this guy, was Babcock, I think his name was, right? The guy that's eventually going to betray them? Yes, Babcock. Yeah, and so meanwhile, Scully's going to have her own shady figure when she basically walks into the lab and finds, like, some... Seedy individual yeah. 
some bald guy and the and the ice core is gone yeah and so this guy attacks her and we find out this is michael krishkow oh so that was krishkow yeah he's the one that attacks her in the the lab i mean i i mentioned this before there's so many like nondescript bald white men yes, in this show yes, that it's yes, real yes. i real especially michael krishka who's going to become very important in these three episodes but like i would assume never again well i also hate that the, his name is michael krishka and i was telling you this when we were watching it because it's very close to to alexander krychak alexander krychak and so i it's confusing <laughs> yeah there's also they love kr sounds yeah. on uh on the x-files but yeah, so Skull is going to get her ass beat, right? She gets yeah, knocked, not down good. The, knocked down the stairs. She gets knocked down the stairs. And... If you're in the X-Files, never go into a stairwell. No, right? don't ever. Is, remember, Skinner got beat up in the hospital mm-hmm. in the stairwell. Scully gets beat up here. Or an elevator. Just Skinner. Get, I guess you can't, you can't take the elevator either. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your options are. Jump out the window. I Just suppose. stay on ground level. Yeah, never go above sea level. Yeah, exactly. So Babcock reveals that like they tried to get to the alien. But I buried it in the yes. snow. Yeah, so basically they 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 think at first the alien has been stolen, but no, Babcock buried it in the snow. But this is all part of that ploy, yes. right, to get them into the central location. Yeah, so basically they're going to bring it back to the U.S. to, like, be examined. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Scully is re- does, like, a brief recovery in the hospital, it seems. She gets visited by Bill, who's like... What the hell is going on? Right yeah, like now? why were you just beat up? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I'm doing this for Mulder." He's like, "Where is he?" And also, like, why? <laughs> also, you have, uh, and this is where he also finds out, like, "Oh, I do know about your cancer," mm-hmm. uh, and, and she actually bristles at this idea, right? She's like, "I don't want your sympathy." Yeah, well, I get that. I mean, if you're facing this terminal disease, you don't want people like constantly being sorry for you. You want them to treat you normal. Yeah, but I could imagine as a, as a family member. Yeah, it's like, a little different. Uh, you give him a little bit of slack that he's. Well, we don't know. Maybe I guess they. That's true. Yeah, and also like he, it's him. It's Bill. It's Bill. Bill. It's Bill Scully, not Bill Mulder. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maybe it's the reincarnated Bill Mulder. I don't think so. Through Bill Scully. I'm not sure about that. This is also when we find out Scully's going to do a little bit of like a scan on uh, the guy that attacked her. And this is how we find out. It's Michael Christchow. Yes, of the State Department? Defense yeah, Department. The, the DOD. We're going to spend a lot of time with the DOD over the course of these next the two Dodd. episodes. The Dodd. The uh, Dodd. Something Dodd. Was there a Dodd episode of the X-Files? Dot-com. Mm-hmm, Dot-com, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Dead-com. Uh, so we're doing a literal alien autopsy here, mm-hmm. right? And it, it gets pretty visceral. That's probably yeah, part of gross. why, it's, again, why it's like the most expensive episodes. They're, they're yeah. breaking the rib cage open. Well, they created, and we find out later that this is not an alien, but it, these have been created from extraterrestrial chimeras. Exactly. So these are like fake real aliens that they've planted exactly uh and so we'll we'll have you know babcock will eventually reveal himself to be a turncoat and kill arlinsky uh and then sort of like dispose of yes, the evidence because exactly. uh, i think does Mulder leave at this point um yeah so Mulder leaves to meet with scully um because they're so they're performing that obsolescence and they're like oh it's an alien and then scully calls and she's like come you know hang yeah because because she basically finds out about chris yes. this is also when she pulls a cigarette smoking man and like yes. nearly runs him down in the parking garage yeah and so this other assassin kills arlinsky yeah babcock mm. meanwhile, meanwhile or a guy's gonna come also in. Hoff. yeah oh this is also Hoff. Mm-hmm. okay so this is david hasselhoff this is david hasselhoff Mulder is gonna kill in the next episode and assume his identity anyway scully has hunted down Krichgau and she's holding him at gunpoint and he basically tells her like they're trying to kill me like i'm running yeah. away like he basically says i'm running because you're coming after me yeah 
So and, and don't arrest me because if I will, then basically the people that are behind your abduction will kill me. Mm-hmm. And this is where he spills the beans, and we're yeah. gonna get this retread over and over again over these three episodes. But he's basically going to give a point by point story, saying you have been duped this entire time to believe in extraterrestrial life. This is to cover up some shadier government dealings. Yeah. And because you've gotten involved in this, they've done things like kill your sister and give yeah. you this illness. Yeah, basically. Um, basically, they're saying it's all activities of the military industrial complex that they're trying to cover up. And that all of these like aliens that they've ever found, all the DNA, it's all fabricated. Um, and it's uh, not real. So. I mean, there is... Uh you know, this is certainly a theory that I have seen bandied mm-hmm. about. I actually was listening to the most recent Robin Akiva Nita podcast, and Akiva actually said something very similar to what Chris Chow was saying. Basically, like, well, for example, you know, there was some some brouhaha yes. last year, right, about, oh, well, there actually are aliens, but you could reason, oh, the reason why they're saying that is to distract yes. people from other underhanded things that they might be doing. Right, and I think that that's a pretty common, um, you know, for stories to use that kind of thread of conspiracy yeah, government. I mean, what I'm, I'm just saying, why not both? Yeah, I think it probably is closer to both. I don't think they're inventing science fiction off the top of their head. There's no. It's possible that if they are, if there is a conspiracy involved. Well, and that's why they're using those, like, you know, it's like they found, I think this is real, that on the moon they found, like, bacteria or yeah. whatever. So the stuff like that is, like, the chimera that they're using to make these aliens. Exactly. It's yeah. not just coming out of nowhere, no, out of nothing. some... Despite yeah. the cigarette smoking man wanting to be a writer, it's not from some sort of narration. I could imagine that there is extraterrestrial existence out there, and I could believe that it might be the government is, by like yeah. a, as, like, a big PR machine to yeah. turn people's attention. Yeah, still something fishy is going on. People have been abducted. People have cancer. Like, it's all bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so, you know, basically, Chris Chow uh, said that they actually wanted Mulder to go public with the yes. news, right? To, like, discredit him. Yeah. Because uh, And he already knows that the body is gone at yeah. this point. And Chris Chow is like, that body wasn't even real anyway, so. So, did the guy who killed Arlinsky, it seems like they killed Babcock as well, they right? Did. That was the yes. guy that they found at the tank? Yes, correct. So, it was like, no loose ends. He was yeah. working for us, but now we have to yeah. murder him. Yeah, exactly. Scully is at the end of her rope. Mm-hmm. She's not happy. She <laughs> lays into Mulder. Yeah. Right? She's like, you're believing a huge lie. I mean, she is really taking Krishkow for his word. I yeah, think. which is a little wild. Like, why is she trusting this random guy when, like... But I guess for her, it's like, I have cancer. Like, yeah, it's I think to believe. It's, it comes at a fortunate or unfortunate timing for her. Because, like I mentioned before, he really hits her on that personal note by saying, you know, it's because of this that, you're, that your sister's dead. It's because of this that you have cancer. As as cool as she has been towards all of this, yeah. I can imagine if, if someone tells you, you that, a like, point. it's liable to rile you up. Yeah, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, and so she is pissed. Mulder, in turn, is pissed that basically, to your point, he's like, you're just trusting this random bald mm-hmm. guy who just started talking to you over me, who's been working with you for the past four years. Right. Not great. <laughs> yeah, and so it's a, it's a rough spot for both characters. Mulder is sort of left. We find out that he was watching the video from yes. the beginning. So he's aware. And he's sad. And he's sad. He's very sad. Yeah, he's crying in his apartment watching. Yeah, he's I think depressed. It's, I mean, it's a real, and we're going to be dealing with this as well in the future. It's a very big reckoning moment for him mm-hmm. of, uh, wow, what? is it true? Is everything I've been pursuing just a big Yeah, lie? and then not only is everything I've been pursuing a lie, but like how many people have been hurt in the process? How yeah, do you I mean, reckon with that? Yeah, well, I mean, and, and Melissa Scully's blood mm-hmm. would be on his hands mm-hmm. in that regard because he went down this path. 
And we dissolve from Mulder into Scully's face as she says, dun, 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 Fox Mulder shot himself in the head. Yeah, basically, they're claiming that he killed himself. Exactly. It's not true. It's not true at all. So let's let's jump right into it. You know, we're going to do what the X-Files did, and we don't have to wait three months to resolve this. Thank goodness. Because we start to 24 hours before this declaration mm-hmm. happens. Redux! <laughs> Basically, um, the, the whole episode is following Scully helping Mulder fake his own death. Yeah, that's essentially... So Redux Part 1, yeah, I was actually surprised with the plotting, how it's essentially... It's all takes place. It's like an episode mm-hmm. of 24, it right? Is, it's, yeah. it's tw- the 24 hours before Scully makes this statement, and we see Mulder and Scully's next steps in what they do in pursuing this right. line of thinking of has everything been fabricated? Yeah, because the whole thing is to help Mulder fake his own death in an effort to discover who is the the mole, basically, in the FBI, yeah. who's the bad guy. Um, and who they, who can they trust, who they can't trust, and all of that. And then, you know, it's Redux 2, where it's um, the rest of it. Yeah. Spencer points out that, I guess, even though the cliffhanger was a little bit of a nothing burger when you realize that the movie's being filmed, mm-hmm. apparently Redux and Redux 2 are two of the most viewed episodes in the show's history. Outside of, you know, Leonard Butts, the Super Bowl episode. <laughs> Leonard Butts! Leonard Butts. Um, well, yeah, I do feel like it was, like, at the prime. And also, a two-parter is, you know, you gotta you gotta get the whole thing. Yeah, and I think, you know, I would imagine the question, even though it's not rhetorical, is Mulder dead? We know what the answer is, but, like, it's a good hook to get people in. Yeah, and I also read that, like, it, it marked a pretty, like, significant point in the series as a whole because it was the first time that Mulder basically said he didn't believe in extraterrestrial life. Yeah, um, Mulder's... I, I, I find it interesting that Mulder becomes sort of a skeptic here in these two episodes, and I can imagine yeah. there's going to be a little bit of a storyline about that. Yeah. Where he loses his belief. Oh, God, and he just wanted to believe. I mean, again, we don't see I want to believe. We see what I think, like, uh, all truths lead to mm-hmm. the, the... All lies lead to the truth. Yeah, exactly. So, 24 hours ago, I want to be sedated. That's what Mulder's <laughs> saying. He gets a call from Krishkow, who says, like, FYI, you're being watched. And yeah, there's a camera in the ceiling. Yeah, for sure. And um, it's like, we were talking about this, why would they sit in the room above? And then we remembered that, like, oh, it's not a wireless yeah, camera. I was confused because I was like, how was Mulder able to find out where David yeah. Hasselhoff was? It's because... It's because it's literally, they literally just put a yeah. hole in the floor. <laughs> Very the, Ocean's, from, Ocean's 11. But, yeah, from the room above and just shown a camera down into it. Yeah, because that's how they did it back in the day. But Mulder busts on into that apartment mm-hmm. and we hear a gunshot. Yep. And that's, uh, this is the guy. He he ki- ends up killing David Hasselhoff. Yeah, and so that's the body that they find in the beginning of the last episode. Yep, that's, there's, so basically they reveal, you know, Mulder is going to sort of reconnect with Scully, basically mm-hmm. trying to figure out, like, who did I kill? Oh, it's another DOD employee who is in contact with the FBI, yeah, exactly. And so they're they're going to conspire right now to say like, all right, we have to dig deeper on this. This sucks to find out, but we yeah. got, we got to see because there's also now this point too, and this is going to be another leading point of the next couple of episodes mm-hmm. of okay, is there like a mole in the yes. FBI who is trying to help on on behalf of the syndicate? Who is that? Mm-hmm. And so the we kind of like lead that leads into the whole Krichgau alerts Mulder that somebody's watching him, and then. The killing, then him telling Scully about it. Yeah, and so I guess, you know, 
did, so I guess nobody else knew Mulder's physical appearance. Like, they just zipped up Ocelot in the body bag, and Scully's like, that's well, him. Well, so no, they say that the gunshot was to his face. Oh, right. They, they fired then one more time he, to his face to, like, obscure his identity. Or he, I think he was just shot in the face. No, because I think they said there were two gunshots. One was to the gut, and one was to the face. Either way, Skinner says, how did you know it was Mulder? And she says, I saw him in the same clothes that morning. Gotcha. So that's the only reason she was able quote-unquote able to identify him yeah and so this is going to also lead to a storyline where skinner is very skeptical of, of this story the, yeah. yeah she's gonna fair because <laughs> we're gonna see like the now we see what happens in the scene after yes. scully goes to identify quote-unquote Mulder's body where skinner drops by mm-hmm. and he's basically like number one uh sorry for Mulder. number two blevins wants to see you blevins because i feel like you're hiding something scully. yeah well i think he's hit the end of his ability to protect her too you know he can't like keep her safe forever so you know now that Mulder's quote-unquote dead yeah um she, she has to answer for everything well plus and we also knew from our, our last couple of yes, episodes that, like, that was he, he has his own stuff going on that right. like he is is trying to protect scully but that time is running out and all the stuff with the cigarette smoking man is in the background as well Mulder's gonna go on this wacky adventure at the dod it is wild <laughs> yeah. to me and i think it was wild to a lot of people including spencer that so Mulder just has Ocelot's <laughs> ID. Yeah. That's all he needs. Yeah, I do think this is like very pre-9-11 and then also just like do, do you really think pre-technology. Even pre, even pre-9-11 at a government facility, there wouldn't be like two-step verification. I just don't think there was back then. Not even like retina scans or that fingerprint scans. That didn't exist. I, was, I think fingerprint scans existed. Go to, watch they, the Mission Impossible uh, films. Okay, well, either way, I just don't think it was, people just didn't think that it was necessary. Yeah, though, I guess if you watch the X-Files, like, it should be. It should be, yeah. regular Jamoke can just walk in with an ID they well, filched off of somebody. Well, that's true. It is also television. Like, yeah, let's not create two-step yeah. processes and make the store harder. Also, it's monsooning outside, everyone. It is pouring down. I feel, it feels I'm like I'm watching it right now, and I'm, like, actually scared. Of what? The rain. You're scared of the rain? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like the pilot now. We're going to have a lot of callbacks to the pilot in this episode, too. Yeah, it's like actually monsooning. It's pretty terrifying. Including the return of Blevins. Where Blevins is like, hey, uh, you consulted with this guy, Michael Krishkow, and she's like, nope. Didn't do it. Wasn't me. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Scully becomes shaggy. Which is like moment. another like really dumb thing, because I feel like this happened in the last episode, where it was like, Mulder, just tell Skinner what's going on. And it's like, Scully, just tell Skinner, but she suspects that he's the mole, so yeah. she doesn't want to tell him anything. Yeah, and uh, as we'll find out, maybe Blevins is not the person to trust either. Uh, nope. <laughs> yeah, and so... Krishna's going to find Mulder and say, well, you lucked out. The guy that you killed had super high clearance at the yeah. DOD. So you can basically wander around and do whatever you want to as long yeah. as you are evade the guys in camo. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and what happens next? So Cigarette Smoking Man. <laughs> oh, is, yeah, yeah, this part. This is the the, the creepy. like he He's goes, in his apartment. He drops by Mulder's apartment and he mulls over this pic of young Mulder <laughs> and Samantha. Yeah, he's such a creeper. So it's like. He, I think that they're, you're supposed to start thinking at this point that he's one of their fathers. He's not. (laughs) He's not. It's a clone. It's a GD clone. We're going to get into it later. It's not Samantha. No, no, no. But I mean, he's one of their fathers, like biologically. He's either Mulder or Samantha's father, because like even in the other episode where he says um, to Mulder, 
he says something about like, or, or no, Mulder says to his mom, like, who's my father? Right, so that, was, that was our last episode. Yeah, they that keep like, they keep putting these like points in that are like, oh, whose father's Mulder? And is it the cigarette? You know, they're, so they're trying to do that. But it, no, Samantha's for sure not Samantha. You were speaking about Skulls, Scully's, Skulls, uh, Skulls, <laughs> Skulls is, is going to let Skulls roll because she basically finds out that uh, Ossoloff was calling Skinner's extension. Yeah, not good. <laughs> She's like, and she she has this reaction, actually, Julie mm-hmm. Anderson, where she closes her eyes like, God damn it. Yeah, like, not this guy. Like, we, like, of all the people, like, he could have been calling... But the issue is that she, it's not actually Skinner's extension. It's the whole extension. She says, but she's like, could it be Skinner that he was talking to? Right. It's, it's, the it's lady, a leading question. Yeah, of, exactly. Could this be Skinner's line? She's like, yeah, it could be. It's like, that's it. Yeah, Skinner. exactly. That was annoying to me because it's like, no. All right. Well, we're about to go make a major. Clearly it was Blevins. It was clearly Blevins. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, it's sort of like how, uh, again, I know why, mm-hmm. why do I keep going back to who shot Mr. Burns on the Simpsons? But it's like, oh, there was Simpson the Simpsons DNA, but it was actually Maggie Simpson. Yeah. Not Homer Simpson. Yeah. So it's it's within murderous that baby, the person you would least suspect. Mm-hmm. So level four of the DoD apparently is just a giant DNA repository, yes. and and this is the place that we saw. This in, is in the Pentagon. Yeah, this the very is first episode. This is the very last the warehouse. Scene the cigarette smoking man took that implant right and like mm-hmm. put it in a box. This is what I like to think of as like the warehouse where they keep all that stuff, that like top secret stuff, like aliens or you know. Um, the like you know like raiders of the lost ark that type of thing you know yeah exactly the boxes that are just yeah exactly it's like a warehouse where they're keeping secret stuff yeah these implants belong in a museum yeah exactly and so the implants uh he pulls out scullies and he takes it because he was told that this is where he's going to find the cure before we get that though we get another again this is chris chow's and again it's been a few months so it's fine but there's a reminder of Ah, uh, yes. The uh, reason he's it's all It's all a PR effort. And here we actually get some disturbing real-life mm-hmm. footage, right? Yeah. Because this is when Chris is going to go into the whole thing about, oh, you know, uh, this was used to obscure the test of the atomic bomb yes. and the Cold War. And we see a bunch of real-life footage, including, like, victims of the Hiroshima and Nagasaki yeah. bombings. Mm-hmm. So not, not the best vibe. <laughs> not the best vibe. It's interesting. You know, we... Saw this actually with the Carl Sagan stuff. They mix it. Actually, in these three episodes, they mix in a lot of real life footage, which I yeah, find they surprising. Do. I like when they do that, though. I feel like that's like a cool, like it's a cool thing. I think it's it places it, it in time and it's an tough to way. do a little tempestuously. Like we talked about how Bill Clinton is mm-hmm. is going to be the president uh, for this, but it's got to be tough to like comment on this while yeah. also existing in a fantasy world like we're gonna get into in this episode even they start watching the because yeah, everything's different it's yeah, like they're, they're it's watching, not actually real life <laughs> yeah they're watching cloning hearing yes exactly remember at the end of the 90s was everything with dolly and this discussion about like mm-hmm. the ethics is it of, ethical the, yeah. the ethics of cloning so i find it yeah. interesting i agree that if there are scientific means to tie back into the x-files go ahead and do it yeah, and then we also skip the part where he walks into the room full of those alien bodies that were made out of the chimeras. Yeah, exactly. So because he, he ends up, there's a little bit of like a weird walking chase. Yeah, because he 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 basically we're he's going into the DOD and it's kind of like tense. Like, will he make it? Will won't he make it? So 
he's like going down halls and it's like very like, is he, is he going to get caught? Is he not going to get caught? And even after he takes the vial, it's like touch and go whether yeah. or not he can get out. But when he walks into, so he sees a couple of rooms. Yes. It's almost like the, um, visiting the Department of Mysteries mm-hmm. in Harry Potter. The I first, of that too. The first place he visits is like you said, all of these alien bodies on gurneys. Exactly which, like which, the one he found in the ice. Yeah, which has led to prove like, okay, these are just like cadavers. Yeah. But then the second room that he goes to are humans sitting yes. on tables with strobe lights shining down upon them. Yeah, this is the, they're all in the same position Scully was in when she was abducted. So they're all women and they have their pregnant bellies up. With, yeah. Like they're blown up, basically. So this is, we have to assume that this is another place where they're taking women's ovaries. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So not cool, guys. Not cool. Yeah. Which, I mean, there still is some extraterrestrial stuff involved there, right? Like it's yeah. not like Mulder should completely believe that everything is a lie. It's just that things are more of a lie than he initially believes. And a little more complicated than he initially believed, too. It's not as simple as, oh, they're just making alien-human hybrids, and that's it. Yeah. Meanwhile, Scully's going to find out. She's going to meet back with Dr. Icecore uh, <laughs> and find out that, like, they, he grabs, like, cells from it, right, and he injects them with steroids. Yeah. And they begin to grow into some life forms. <laughs> tiny little life forms for anyone out there that knows what that is we like it. oh thanks shout out star trek generations yeah, yeah they it so it seems like basically like they're like the beginnings of an organism exactly and so now scully is going to get her blood drawn mm-hmm. and say can you see if these organisms are in my blood yeah because it's a virus basically and she thinks like this this is in me this is what's causing the cancer and like that's not cool yeah and it's a little ott right she's like Everything on my life depends on this right now, yeah, Doctor Ice Core. She has cancer. We forgive her. <laughs> I guess so. Again, she's she's. Uh, I mean, she's going to be in much worse shape next episode, but she's in a, a little bit of rough shape here. Yes, true. So um, Scully's going to find out that Skinner has been following her, right? Which fair because she's yeah. been acting a little suspicious. And so they're going to confront each other though, where she's basically like, "You're not doing your job," and he says, "Well, actually, my job is to basically babysit you and Mulder mm-hmm. begrudgingly." <laughs> also, like track your expenses because yes. you guys suck and also stop lying in your testimony please. yeah <laughs> i know something's up just tell me what it is please talk to me but your extension skinner your extension yeah exactly oh god she's the worst at this point because i feel like it's her and molder they just need to trust him i think what happens is when you get down a certain line of thinking mm. it's tough to turn your mind away from that we've yeah, had so that. many times with molder i think with scully too it's very much like a this is definitely Skinner. I mean, this is a little moldery esque the way she's behaving, right? No, you're right. I mean, it's not um, it's not her typical, like, uh, realistic Scully. Yep, and Scully's going to find out that it is indeed a match. She has chimera cells in her body, mm-hmm. and assumingly, that's what's giving her the cancer. Ah, uh, poor Scully. Yeah, it's... And this is when we get, you know, a little bit of uh, some fast-paced action. It's basically going to be like cut between Mulder, as you said, mm-hmm. <laughs> slow-mo escaping the DOD, and then as Mulder walks out of the DOD, Scully is going to walk into this meeting with Blevins. Yes, the meeting that we've seen already parts of from the beginning of the other one. And I gotta say, uh, watching this again, you're initially like, do we have to watch this again? But I, I really like the fact that they replayed it, because now there's so There's much, a different take you can have. There's so much meaning to it specifically from the Scully side. Like, mm-hmm. Not even, because again, I don't think we thought that Mulder was really dead, but imagine this is Scully, who essentially just found out that, like, yeah, that she was given these chimera hybridized cells, and that's why she's right. dying right now. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, and now she's like, somebody should pay for this. Well, and I think, yeah, especially like the dramatic, 
the the dramatics with which she yes. says, you know, like I don't yes. have much time left and everything. And like you said, which this, is so sad. This is gonna be she's tr- she's gonna try to pull uh, you know, like a Matthew Bryan mm-hmm. inherit the wind type of thing, right? Like she stands up and she's about to be like <laughs> Matthew Bryan inherit the wind. Yes, exactly. Like that. I I have a DNA test. Someone in this room, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's almost like a Hercule Poirot as yes, well. Exactly. Um, someone in this room is the murderer. Yeah, but who is it? But let me explain it. But before she gets to it, drip, drip, drip. Nosebleed. Nosebleed and passes out. Exactly. But you're supposed to think that she's going to name Skinner. Yeah, exactly. Because it cuts to Skinner many times. Meanwhile. To be fair, (laughs) Scully was going to finger Skinner. She was, which is good that she she, had this little attack to save some time. She tells Mulder. I mean, Mulder, we'll talk about Mulder backing ass backwards into the correct guess later on. Yeah, no, it's true. And so... Meanwhile, while this is happening, Mulder goes to see the lone gunman. Yep, and with the vial, her cells. But it turns out it's just—they're not her cells. That's just a vial. The vial that contains the cure, quote unquote. But it's just deionized water. Yeah, drink up. And you were like, "What?" When you saw this, yeah, I was like, "Oh!" I was like, "Don't worry." But I guess the, yeah, the cliffhanger was supposed to be that. Oh, this is another ruse. No, the it's cliffhanger nothing. was supposed to be like, "Yeah, there's nothing in this." Exactly. And the cigarettes man and Mo- Smoky Man fuck them over again, basically. Exactly. And now Boulder's up a creek, though he has plenty of water. Yes, exactly. Well, I'm going to give us a second to grab a drink of water too, and we're going to take a brief break. But when we come back, Redux Part Two. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. All right, part two. We are almost there, and we open this episode on a fairly infuriating note from my perspective, where Mulder <laughs> is just wandering around the hospital and nobody's helping him. Yeah, no, this is a pretty standard like '90s trope. I feel like where you like walk into a hospital and you're like, "Hello, excuse me, yeah, can they the help me?" The hospital staff is apparently the worst. Also, he's like on a pretty it looks like a pretty intense floor, not necessarily like a. It's not like trauma or anything, but it's like. Yeah, because because the, they say that Scully got moved to the ICU. So yeah, but he's still not the ICU is like, I don't know. It's you would never be allowed there. Let's just well, say yeah. That. Well, that's the thing as well is that I don't know how Mulder was able to get into the hospital. Probably with his badge, he uses it all the time. So what? He just showed and just ran in. Yeah, he like, was like, "I'm with the FBI. Bye." Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's this weird thing. And then this yeah. doctor is going to give him sass, right? Of like, well, don't raise your voice at me. I'll mm-hmm. show you where, where Scully yeah, is. Yeah, really. Which I fair. Yeah, but the and the, is it the person who actually help him is Skinner. Right. Yes. Skinner goes, oh, Mulder, I'm here. But I mean, his first thing is, uh, number one, I'm glad, like, oh, you look really good for a dead Mm man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, fair. (laughs) So he's a little ticked off that, again, because, again, he was confronting Scully about lying to him that this all, all, but, you know, that confirms everything. Mm -hmm. So basically, Skinner's like, you have to come with me to go see Blevins. (laughs) And now, but. You know, before that, they're going to get into a little bit of another physical scuffle. It's been a while since yeah. Mulder punched Skinner in the face. Yeah, why does he do that again? 
He did that because I think that was back with the um that was back when the psychotropic. No, I mean the, this time though. It's just it's just because he's mad. He's mad, yeah. And and Skinner's Skinner, there. And Skinner's basically saying Scully was in shock. She it's lost a, a lot of blood aggro. in the reading. And Mulder's just very much like I think he's just looking to fight. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a little aggro. <laughs> well, I think Skinner, Mulder doesn't want to get brought in to blame. Yeah, for sure. And so Skinner's like, no, I'll fight you to get. I know, I to know. Get off. It's like very Neville Longbottom. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> and so Mulder gets. Brought in front of Blevins. I think this is the first time these characters are interacting, it feels like. Um, I mean, I think he's seen Blevins before. I just don't know if it's, like, been on screen. Yeah, because Blevins was the one to talk with Scully, Scully obviously. Yes, in the beginning. But Blevins is basically like, um, like, what's going on? Aren't you supposed to be dead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Again, look pretty good for a dead man. Why did you fake your death? And two, why yeah. you totally lie about it? Yes. And Mulder says... Eh, I plead the fifth. And so, but Mulder does tell Skinner off to the side, like, that he thinks that there is a traitor in the FBI that gave Scully cancer. Yeah, basically. Exactly. Uh, to sum up yeah, that long and, conversation. But, but also, he's sort of, like, he does, like, a soft threat here. First, Skinner does, yeah. you know, advice from a friend. You you should play ball with him. Totally. And he says, listen, man, I'm the only one protecting you. And also, if you don't play ball with me, I may reveal that you were the one to kill Ocelot. And I think he comes close to doing that. You know, we, yeah. we hear from him later that he almost was just going to give in, but then realized it was Blevins, you yeah. know? Which, again, you could understand that from Skinner's perspective, given mm-hmm. what we just saw, that, like, totally. he's really in survival mode. Well, and also, it just sucks what they do to Skinner. Like, yeah. they never keep him in the loop. He doesn't know what's going on, and so he makes mistakes. And, and this time, they also... They also believe that he's yeah, a yeah traitor. <laughs> so meanwhile, we're gonna cut to the racetrack. Right, gotta go to the racetrack. And so this is one of the syndicate guys. Mm-hmm. This is the first elder. This is the first elder. Uh, he's gonna sit there and watch on a. He's gonna be at the racetrack watching on a little TV cloning here. Yeah, and this is where the cigarette man, smoke, smoke, cigarette smoking man, is trying to convince him that he, to that he's going to bring Mulder over. Yeah, like, oh, we have to protect Mulder because if we protect him, he'll be indebted to us. Yeah, and the first elder's like, he's never going to join us, and yeah. he's like, no, he will. Give him a good you've reason. Told this, uh, you've told us this so many times, yeah. dude. I just want to be at the racetrack for some reason watching this. Yeah, well, who knows? It's a, it's just a weird setting piece. And we go back here again later. Yeah, in the maybe he lives there. <laughs> <laughs> he lives there. Maybe he owns it. Oh, maybe he does own it. Maybe mm-hmm. he has. Maybe it's alien horses that he's watching. Alien race. horses, chimera horses, exactly. And like he's just making bank at the Kentucky Derby every it's year. It's possible. Yeah. So this is where we talked about before. Like Scully's going to wake up and she tells Mulder, "Like you got to out Skinner mm-hmm. right now. It's definitely him. He's dirty." Yeah, but Mulder's like, "I don't know about that. He's not sure. He's not convinced." Yeah, but even. Scully right here is even willing to take the blame on behalf of Mulder, right? She's yeah. Like, you, you should tell them that I killed Ocelot. Well, like, I mean, it's a good plan. She thinks she's going to die. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, might as well pin it on someone that's gonna only has a couple of yeah, days exactly. left to live anyway. They're not going to put me in prison because I'll be dead. <laughs> and this is where Mulder comes face to face with Bill, not Mulder Scully. Yes, and it's kind of a talking to. <laughs> it's a little bit of like... Uh, Big brother, like, don't hurt my sister. A little bit, but it's also sort of like the, the dad talking mm-hmm. to him. Oh, so you're the person she's been hanging around. You've been yes. the bad influence. Yeah, you've been the bad influence. Or like, if it were like a like they were boyfriend girlfriend and you meet like the the punk that's been dating my uh dating my kid or even like the bad seed friend right yeah, who's like totally. what have you been doing to my child yes you know, exactly. let, let her die with dignity yeah well i mean he does he's not wrong this is where we're also going to get our first glance at this rando guy the character's name is allegedly slick willie 
Uh, <laughs> you just said that with such disdain. I mean, it's a weird ass nickname. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's is, true. Slick Willy. So this is an assassin. This is also going to be weirdly timed out, though, because like we're going to keep cutting back to him climbing the stairs, going right. up to the top of this building, and then holding out a sniper rifle. But like, we'll yes. cut back to him several times. This guy took a long time to put yeah, the gun together. It took like two days for him to yeah, put it Yeah, because he together. starts putting it together and it's dark outside and he doesn't point the gun at Mulder until he, he's meeting with the cigarette smoking man the next day. Exactly. And that's not until later in the meeting yeah. when they're like walking around in public. Yeah, so basically this guy's like, I guess, set to kill Mulder. I, well, no, I think he's set to kill cigarette smoking. Oh, man. yes, yes, yes. Because he's, yeah. he's going to take aim at him later on. Yeah. But I think initially that's what we're led to believe. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, no. <laughs> so, so, yeah, Slick Willie. Meanwhile, speaking of cigarette smoking man, this is when he's going to make his appeal to Mulder. Mm, to ask saying, him to join the dark side. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can rule this, the galaxy together as father and son saying, you know, oh, I know about what happened at the DOD. I'm here as a friend. And also, he yeah, gives him the m- important information that the vial was not empty. Exactly. No, this is actually, the deionized water is for a microchip. Mm-hmm, a little microchip. Well, specifically, it's for the microchip that Scully got removed. Yes, which indicates that if you take the microchip out, you get cancer. So what <laughs> they're alleging here is that the microchip was some sort of, like, a baiter. Yeah. Like, it essentially, when you take it away, then the chimera cells go wild yes, and cause exactly, cancer. You put exactly. it, it's an inhibitor chip, yeah. is what it is. Why she has the cells in her body, unclear. <laughs> right. And th- I think there it also is a little bit of a question mark in this episode, purposely vague as to what does cure Scully's cancer, right? Like, right, it's was gone it the into microchip? Remission. Was it faith? Yeah. Was it just something yeah. random happening? I mean, I always believed it was the microchip. <laughs> I would like to believe it as well, but I think the way that they, they purposely yes, leave it it's vague. vague. Yeah. I mean, that's what Mulder's going to say at the end, right? Like, her cancer's cured. I have no idea why. And but also, who cares? That's, I'm just thanking my lucky stars. Totally. Chris is going to get brought in to testify, and he's really fresh. And that's because, so Chris is going to reveal one of the reasons why... Yeah, we forgot to mention this. Yeah, he has personal investment. He's not just doing this randomly. It's because he has a son who is sick. Yeah, the same way Scully is the sick. Same way, so he alleges that, like, this son also got experimented on, and he finds out that his son died earlier that yeah, day. Yeah, which sucks, because now we know that the how to cure it. Like, I guess he would have to have an in with the cigarette smoking man to get that vial, but... But, but he essentially, I think this just cements for him, like, okay, I was right to do this. Like, yeah. I can't save my son, but I can save Scully. Yeah, and he basically denies the knowledge of, like, the murder from Mulder's apartment anyway, um, and he's just like, my son's dead. But he does mention something that Skinner is gonna have his ears perk up about. He mm-hmm. mentions uh, a... a the company called Roush. Yeah, the lobbying firm. Exactly. That's going to have its hands in the pocket of the syndicate, or vice versa. I'm not sure whose hands is in yeah, his It's pocket. a congressional lobbying firm that's in... So he not only works for the Defense Department, but also this, this company called Roush. So now Mulder's going to bring all this microchip intel back to the hospital... <laughs> And now it's Mulder versus Bill on yeah, take the microchip yeah. versus don't. And Scully's like, you know what? If this can cure me, why not? Let's try it. What do I have to lose? Well, basically? she says, I'm listening to a doctor. Me. Yeah. I'm a medical doctor. I'm a medical doctor. Again, we get it. <laughs> yeah. And so Bill is going to continue to be an a-hole here outside in the waiting room. He's going to basically tell like, well, she's just being nice to you to not disappoint you. Yeah. Which is like such like a passive aggressive thing to say i mean to be fair what he's going to vocalize next is him saying you're the reason why my sister's sick which is not untrue no it's not untrue but scully makes her own choices too you know it's like she didn't have to 
follow Mulder. She didn't have to get involved with the X-Files. She could have walked away at any point. Yeah. So it's like... But he doesn't know that, right? He no. just He's just breezing He's assuming... In. But th- I think it's kind of sexist, actually. He's breezing in from out of town. He doesn't, as Scully tells assuming him... Assuming that she had... She didn't yeah, choose. She got duped by this mysterious Yeah, man. okay. She chose it. She's her own woman, you exactly. know. Exactly. She doesn't know all the facts, as Scully tells him. Mm-hmm. And he also brings up the fact that he lost, you know, a sister. Now he has to lose another one. And yeah. he asks, is it worth it? Let me work it. <laughs> is it worth it? Let me work it. Put that it. thing down, flip it, and reverse mm-hmm. it. I mean, Mulder's opinions are very reversed over these, these yeah, they episodes. Are. Um, but yeah, so I mean, basically, Mulder's like, whatever, go away. Well, Mulder has bigger fish to fry mm-hmm. at the Fried Fish Diner, where Cigarette Smoky Man's gonna show up. Yeah, oh god, this Samantha. is so annoying. But first he shows up and, and like, he, uh, and then she comes out and she calls him her father. Also, I don't know if it's me, but I hate the way this actress talks. So, I'm trying to remember, was this the same it's the Samantha same. from, it's like, the, the Colony one. Endgame stuff? Yeah, so we're just supposed to assume that this is what Samantha would look like if she were older. Whether or not it's a clone, whether or not it's a real one, this is what yeah. she would look like. This Samantha- the same with, like, the little clones. Like, yeah. that's that's what his sister looked like. This Samantha story is that... She was raised by a foster family. It was like told she like has no memories. Yeah, basically. she was abducted and her memories were wiped and she was raised by this, a foster family. Yeah. And then the cigarette smoking man came by and said, I'm your real father. This yeah. is the truth. Yeah. And but I guess like she had again, maybe some repressed memories, including one mm-hmm. of Boulder. I'm I mean, we have to call so much BS on this, right? Totally. Yeah. Like this is we know that clones exist. Plus, I also feel like I don't know. It would not be fun if we get this whole thing with paper hearts of, mm-hmm. okay, was she actually you abducted. Know, abducted, abducted, abducted or not? Uh, abducted or abducted, abducted. Yeah. And to have this well, now go back to, oh, well, she was sort yeah, of Yeah, I didn't like this either, because I do feel like we've already done this, so why do we need this? But I guess the whole point is that the cigarette smoking man is trying to convince Mulder that he has his best interests at heart, and if he quits the FBI and he comes and works for him... That him and his sister can like be together, and it's just yeah. like it's a tactic. But yeah, and I will say I I you know give some shade to Mulder at this moment for not mm-hmm. taking that fa- for taking it at face value. Right, like, oh my god, it's Samantha. yeah. So he refuses. He's like, I'm not going to work for you ever. Well, he brings up the thing that Skinner does, understandably, of what have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. You gave me you give me drips and drabs of intel that helps in the moment, but you really haven't done anything largely. And to he help basically me. says he cured Scully's cancer, and he's like, she hasn't been cured yet. They did put the chip in, but they don't know if it's worked yet at this point. Meanwhile, really big scene for Jillian Anderson mm-hmm. where she. Does not look good. No, she and she is, the makeup department did their job here. Yeah, and she's hugging her mom, and she is mm. like, just crying. Yeah, because she feels like she's like lost her faith, and she just like, feels like she hasn't been her full self. Yeah, and she reveals her latest scans show that that things mm-hmm. aren't better. No, they haven't gotten better yet. Yeah, and so she's like, you know, they just did the microchip, so we'll, mm-hmm. we don't know what cured her, but that hasn't taken effect yet, and she she feels yeah. like it's truly as dark as just before the dawn. Yeah, and so I mean, sad. Meanwhile, we're going back to the racetrack here. Yeah. I love them forest gumping Skinner yes. into the background of the clothing Yeah, hearings. yeah, it's true. And so he basically is like um he's watching it and he sees um he sees Skinner and he's just like I think we figured out like who who's on our side and who's not on our side. This is Blevins because they thought that they had Skinner in their pocket and now he's not sure that he does. Yeah, exactly. And so so the, Blevins asks Mulder to name Skinner. Yeah, and so and this is Scully does too, right? And this mm-hmm. is also it's a really sad scene where at night Mulder goes to Scully's bedside and like 
takes her hand in his his face and is like crying yeah it's always so sad when they like meet each other and the other one's unconscious like because you see their true feelings and their true like drink every time Mulder's been over unconscious dana scully crying i know but um basically he tells scully that he was gonna make the deal he was gonna join the cigarette smoking man to save her but now that he's not going to because after his meeting with blevins um he can't betray skinner yeah and, and he can't let scully take the fall either yes and he doesn't and he i think is just gonna make a guess that blevins is uh dirty yeah meanwhile the priest is gonna now visit scully mm-hmm. to sort of confirm it seems like in this moment she is coming back into the fold i think more that she is just you know trying to understand what's happened to her faith rather than you know more than anything else yeah i mean it's understandable i'm not chastising her whatsoever yeah for it. i didn't think you were Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mulder's turn to testify. Yes, at this, we're at another FBI hearing. I mean, it's literally the same room. I think he's sitting in the same seat. Yep, he is. Even. This is the, the might like, be the same day. This is the jacuzzi seat. The jacuzzi, where he basically sits there and is saying, you know, oh, I know Scully was sent to spy on me. She didn't do it out of integrity. But now, mm-hmm. you know, I asked her to lie because there's a conspiracy against the American people against and, him and Scully. Moore. And there's some real like back and forth here, right? Yes. Where Blevins is basically like pushing Mulder like did you kill this person mm-hmm. did you kill this person uh and then Mulder reveals well I can't say because the person who did kill him is in this room yeah and he basically reveals that it's Blevins that's the traitor so much is happening though because this is intercut simultaneous yeah with with cigarette smoking man so was he in his own place or was he back in Mulder's place I don't know, actually, but he does have the picture. Yeah, so he, maybe either, he stole either, the picture. Either he went to Mulder's apartment again, or he took... I think he took the picture. Oh, that's so creepy. So creepy. I, and this is also... Because I think in, he thinks Samantha's his daughter. And this is also back in the days where, like, you can't make copies of those things. No, I do think that he does think Samantha's his daughter, even if the clone thing is a clone thing. Like, he still does believe that. But Slick Willie takes a stab at Cigarette Smoking yeah. Man. He gets shot I think here. his name is Quiet Willie. It's not Slick Willie. No. <laughs> I was getting a little confused because I was like, I don't remember anyone named Slick Willie. I think, I think his name is Slick Willie. No, what, what the hell does Quiet Willie mean? Because his name is Willie and he's an assassin, so he's sneaky. But why is his name Willie? Willie is not a threatening name. Well, that's just his name. He can't change it. And he can absolutely change it. Okay. Everyone else goes by like... Okay, Bloom, move the on. The first elder, the gray-haired man, Quiet, quiet he's Willie. He's just an assassin. I don't think he's like a true syndicate member. Yeah, though I did read that apparently... One of the, like, the gray-haired man, one of those, like, assassins mm-hmm. that we usually see was actually supposed to play this role, I but... I see, he wasn't available. He wasn't available, so they're bringing Quiet Willie. Yes. Slick, quiet Lily. And, um, so he's killed, and then another person is killed. Quote-unquote, but... quote, killed. It's one of those things oh, that, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, he's I not dead. Yeah, I would um, imagine that he's not dead. No, but Blevins is actually killed by another senior agent in his office, um, and that's, again, staged as a suicide. So yeah. everyone's dead. Everyone's dead, and it's staged as a suicide. But, and the ironic thing is Mulder's gonna tell Skinner mm-hmm. later like he did it completely on a lark yeah he just he, guessed he just sort of guessed and he ended up being completely correct but unfortunately this is yet another case of Mulder's actions causing someone to get killed accidentally yeah, like this and, is Melissa Scully all over yeah. again and he reveals that um Blevins was also on the payroll of Roush right and so again he was completely correct about it yeah it was it was Blevins all along uh, and I guess good news on top of some lucky good news, though we don't know if luck is affiliated with this as well. Scully's cancer has gone into remission. Woo! <laughs> and so it's the best news that he's ever heard. Yeah. And I don't know if this is good news as well, 
but it's definitely news. Skinner tells Mulder, Cigarette Smoking Man is dead. Yeah, but his body's missing. His body is missing, which means that he's not dead. This is the mm-hmm. Siler thing all over again. He really is Siler in this regard. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's just like, okay, well, I guess we'll see him soon. <laughs> but he's going to... So Mulder, I can't remember if Skinner gives him the picture or if Mulder somehow finds the picture. He's looking over the picture of him and Samantha. Yes. And he's crying. Mm -hmm. Why? Because he's sad. I feel like he just feels like his whole life is like a lie. It's like all so confusing. So it wasn't, I thought for a second, was it like a big release of all this stuff happening? I think that. And then I think also he just had another moment where he thought maybe his sister had come back. So I think maybe he's a little sad about that, too. All right. So... That's where we end things. Uh, is there one solitary spook of the week for these three, or should we do one for each? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Chris Gow. Chris Gow's a good one. I'm going to go with Slick Willie. I think his name is Quiet Willie. Quiet Slick Willie, uh, who yeah, apparently for me, it's not a spook like, of the week. exists at a time. For me, it's not a spook of the week this week. It's like MVP. <laughs> yeah, Chris Gow's getting a job, right? And I yeah. think the actor actually did a really good job with his, with his dialogue as well. I, this was really exciting to watch. I know that watching all three in a row was a little tough because we kept retreading the same It was thing. a lot of similar plots and similar and, visuals, and we, and we saw, too. And we, yeah, we saw that hearing scene, like, three yeah. times over it's three It's true. Episodes. I think if we had seen it in real time, though, like, week after week, we would have been fine with it because it, it was a lot of refresher memory about what's happening here. I don't know. Maybe it's also a bit results-oriented in that I really loved Redux Part 2. Yes. I think that was, like, my favorite. I think favorite that's the by, popular opinion. My favorite that, by far. Of the three. Yeah, because I know that... Chris Carter uh, and like the team at large say they this is some of their favorite episodes to me. Yeah, it's not mine, but it's also I I get why it is though. I think yeah, I think especially if you're looking at the last one in the trilogy, mm-hmm. it's incredibly strong. It Redux is. is a little. I've also weird. seen it too many times yeah. to be like affected by it as much. <laughs> but I think it's pretty foundational, and like you said, I imagine this kickstarts. Mulder is not as faithful. Yeah, it's arc. also Scully's cancer was cured by a microchip. Thank goodness. Yeah, but like the microchip of it all, like yeah, how, but, how but and I'm why. Intrigued, I'm, and I'm also intrigued to find out, like, Scully essentially gets a second chance at mm-hmm. life. Does that affect the way that she approaches things? It does. Yeah, and I could also imagine, how do you and the show recover from this idea in the back of your head of, we're going to pursue more weird things, mm-hmm. but there's a very significant chance that this is still a big government conspiracy <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that nothing's actually extraterrestrial here. Yeah, no, this is why when we started this rewatch, I was like, I honestly couldn't tell you if aliens are real after watching the X-Files. <laughs> it really confounds you. Like, yeah. There's so much evidence for and against seemingly every Yeah, and every episode. time we'd watch one of those early episodes, I'd be like, wait, are they? And I just wasn't paying attention. But no, then episodes like this remind me that, no, they do end up giving you a lot to think yeah. the opposite. I mean, forget rug pulls. We're essentially in a carpet store right we're now. We're in a carpet store just being rolled up and rolled out. Well, we're going to roll on through with season five, but we're not Ugh. going very far. No, we're not. You're very excited to talk I'm about season five. I'm so stinking stoked, Bloom. <laughs> stinking stoked. Slick, stoked, quiet Angela. Because <laughs> we're going to be watching two really, really solid episodes this week. Yeah, so we are jumping to the very next episode, season five, episode three, Unusual Suspects. Yes. And season five, episode five. It's an episode you've talked about many times. Many times. I think I've even showed you this before, and you barely paid attention. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if, if memories come back to me. Postmodern Prometheus, oh, your so favorite episode good. of The X-Files. It's my favorite episode of the X Files, possibly of television. Wow! Is it, but without going into into it, is there like any particular reason why? I think that it just has all of the components of 
an excellent X-Files episode that I love, which is like kind of this like relationship building moments with Mulder and Scully, kind of quirky comedy, kind mm-hmm. of spooky, and then also like just really, really excellent guest actors as well. So, And then Unusual Suspects is nothing to sneeze at, because I no. do believe, is this the origin story this of the, the Lone Gunman? This is the origin story of the Lone Gunman, which is a very fun episode, you know, while also being a little bit outside of, you know, I, I think we barely see Mulder and Scully in this episode. Okay. And so it's like a kind of a unique version of yeah. the show. You know, the reason why I found this out is because Unusual Suspect was actually the first episode filmed mm-hmm. for season five you because David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson were filming the movie. Yes. And so they're like, all right, let's bring in these other three guys. Yeah, so and, you, and do their I episode. do think you see them in the episode, but it's like very much tangential to the story, like not adv- involved at all. I'm very excited. I've really liked what we see in the Lone Gunman so far, but I'm yeah, like, this is how you'll know their characters now. You'll yeah. be able to tell them apart. I f- can finally figure out who Langley is. No, Langley. <laughs> I know Langley is Longley. Langley has, is Longley. He has long hair. <laughs> yeah, Byers is a boring beards, beards, beards. And Frohickey's Frohickey. Exactly. I know Frohickey. So next week. Season 5, Episode 3, Unusual Suspects. Season 5, Episode 5, Postmodern Prometheus. Of course, get us your thoughts on these episodes like Spencer has each and every week. Uh, Bloomfiles at postshowrecaps.com. Xfiles at postshowrecaps.com. On Twitter, at Ange Pelagi, at a Mike Bloom type, at postshowrecaps. A shout out to people on Twitter as well who have been sending us their thoughts after the podcast. That has been a lot of fun. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, we found out about uh, how many episodes Marita Kavarubidibidis was God, it, was Lord in. in heaven, that lady. <laughs> <laughs> but we're moving on to brighter sus- subjects next week. Again, Season 5, Episode 3, Unusual Suspects. Season 5, Episode 5, Postmodern Prometheus. Special thanks to Corey B., whose music you are listening to right now, humming in your ears like a microchip. Thank you all so much for listening. Case closed. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.